0: Welcome to I'm Absolutely Fine, the podcast from the middle that looks at all the glamour and indignity of being a grown-up. Hi, I'm Emily and I'm absolutely fine, but my whole summer holiday and my attitude towards it, my whole summer is now wrapped in one swimsuit, whether to buy it, whether not to buy it whether to bother whether to carry on with what I've got and it feels like a metaphor for basically my whole life right now it's do I deserve something shiny do I need something shiny and new or shall I just you know make do and mend even though
1: also I've I've, you know with respect I've seen the swimsuit and it is not shiny it's quite (laughs) armish it's very practical (laughs) I mean you're making it sound like it's sort of macrame bikini (laughs) god bless you and you're always sort of agonizing over something that will not date if you don't use it this year you'll use it next year and yet and yet the pathology I, I just can't order it i can't order it you know i keep saying just do it i can't i'm gonna do it i can't you're gonna do it for me yeah. i love it and also when, my... when did i call you had to have a difficult conversation so i called and pretended to be you
0: yeah that was a properly grown-up thing to do with my daughter's new school yeah, i think it
1: was she was worried so I, I pretended to be her you can do that for other people
0: Yes, it's true. It's like like getting your friends to call in sick for you, basically. When you're 28, which we also did. Anyway, moving on.
1: Uh, How are you, Annabelle? I'm absolutely fine, but I've been up since four, as usual, and I'm going out to dinner tonight for the first time in two weeks with two people I really love to a place I really love, and I'm dreading it. It feels like a prison sentence. (laughs) And isn't that awful? That makes me feel really kind of quite ashamed, that I'm dreading something that, you know, should be a treat. But, you know, everyone we talk to is exhausted. And everybody is desperate for a holiday, a break, or just a month lying in a darkened room. And, uh, and we're all sick of looking at our fucking faces because they're newly etched and grey from all the working from home, worrying from home. Um, So we're delighted to have Hannah Martin on the podcast. Hannah is a celebrated makeup artist. Vogue called her the queen of the smoky eye and radiant skin. She's here to give us some tips and tricks to look like we've had a break rather than a breakdown. So no pressure, Hannah. (laughs) How are you?
2: I'm absolutely fine. But I am utterly unprepared for the next six weeks ahead. So I'm teetering on you know, the precipice of overwhelm and I feel like it's not going to take much just to tip me over the edge and I feel bad <laughs> because, you know, I should be looking forward to a summer with my children but um, <laughs> I'm secretly horrendously anxious about how I'm going to juggle the next six weeks without a little week away in the sun somewhere.
1: Yeah, I mean, anticipation's always worse, isn't
2: it? July is hell. Has it always been hell? July is
1: hell. <laughs> I, think it's because, I think it's because we all wind down a bit in August. And so I feel at the moment as though I'm nose to nose with a brick wall. I basically can't really think or speak or work or do much. And this always happens in July. And I think that's because we work up to an August holiday. Yeah. I mean, we're not people who go to, you know, the Maldives in January.
0: No, exactly. So this is the holiday. This and is also, it. And also we're also, I'm afraid, I've also got September in my head too. Like, I can't just drop everything and then expect it all to pick up beautifully in September, like seamlessly, like it used to be with school. So you feel like you're doing July's work, August's work and September Somehow the
1: mental prep for September.
0: All in one, horrible, sweaty, heat wavy, don't complain about the sun.
1: Which is maybe why we look so <laughs> hot and exhausted. Hannah makeup and the heat let's just imagine for a minute that we are all going to get some sort of Mediterranean holiday or it'll be Cornwall but there'll be another heat wave and it will be miraculously it will be a little bit pink a little bit sweaty and you know ever since I remember you know being sort of 14 the first time I wanted to wear makeup while on holiday it's sort of been relentlessly a disaster (laughs) so how can you how can you prevent the disaster from the moment you know you get out of the shower ready to go?
2: Well I I certainly think less is more when you're on holiday and one thing that I think some people maybe don't consider is you know when your body temperature is naturally you know god willing if you're away somewhere nice that little bit warmer on holiday and you step out of the shower you've got to give yourself some cooling down time because you're going it's a bit like going for a run and then showering immediately after you get a bit sweaty so you are going to be in a state of kind of hot and stickiness for maybe a good five minutes post-shower, even if you've had a cool shower, it's just your body kind of regulating at temperature. So don't try and slap on your moisturisers and makeup straight away because they're just going to slip Straight off. <laughs> so give yourself a moment to allow your body temperature to regulate. So that's kind of step one. Step two is often you'll u- need to use products that are significantly lighter than maybe the makeup products you'd use at home normally. So if you're normally a foundation wearer, then actually on holiday, you don't need much more than a tinted moisturizer. Or if you're a tinted moisturizer wearer, normally at home, then on holiday, maybe just a little slick of concealer is all you need just to tone down any
1: redness or high colour. Do you think it's worth using a mattifying primer?
2: I'm on the fence. I'm on the fence. Now, mattifying primers are brilliant if your skin tone isn't actually quite oily and you secrete a lot of oil because actually the silica in the mattifying primer will absorb some of that oil, stop it coming through any makeup, and it will mattify the skin slightly what it doesn't do is it doesn't stop the perspiration from overheating kind of coming through your pores and moving the makeup so six of one half a dozen. it will help a little bit but it's not going to fix the problem what can be great on holiday
1: are blotting papers yes they're very good and, and very old school do you have any brands that you recommend
2: Oh, you can get them cheap as chips in Superdrug. You can get... They're like a pound or something like that. Yeah, or you can get really posh Sado ones. It just, you know, it depends on where you want to splurge. But you can get them for, yeah, like you say, a pound. i tell you
1: you, um, something that I discovered on a holiday only a couple of years ago, which is my... Maybe you'll think this is idiocy or very obvious. After sun and a really rich face moisturizer to give back what the sun has taken away from you, do it in the morning. Because if you do it after you get out of the shower before you go out to dinner you will slide into the taxi, you will slide out on your moist legs, your everything, bra face, you will just drip for hours. So so I don't think you need to do all that heavy duty moisturising before you're about to go out for dinner.
2: Clever. And can I give you another one of my top tips, which might sound totally counterintuitive, but if you find yourself in an uncontrollable sweaty state, you know that thing where you're like, I'm dripping and the more I stress about it, the more drippier I'm getting and I'm just, everything's wet and horrible
1: oh god yes
2: try drying it in place with a warm hairdryer. so I think people instinctively go to cold and they're like let me try and kind of shock myself out of this hot mess and I'm gonna get all that relief of the cold air but actually you get the relief of the cold air but everything's still wet whereas if you just take a deep breath and just very gently blow with a warm hair dryer somehow it just helps you regulate it dries the sweat in place and it just <laughs> it just helps works on your makeup works on your underarms between your yeah, skirt yeah, yeah. whatever you need
0: <laughs> i mean that's so counterintuitive but i i can sort of see it makes sense because one would normally go i've stood in front of fridges you know what i mean but you're right it just doesn't it just doesn't do the job you get that sort of a temporary hit of relief but that isn't it doesn't
1: sort the problem So if you're going to use a tinted moisturiser, would it be better in heat to go for an oil-free tinted moisturiser? Yes. Or just your, yes. An
2: oil-free is great. And I love, let me just reach for it. This is the one in my makeup bag at the moment. It's the Beauty Pie one. Skin Perfecting Tinted SPF 20. Oil-free. Nice and light. It's got a bit of a glow. And it's great. Bish, bash, bosh. Bish,
1: bash, bosh. Because I I find oil-free a little bit drying in real life. But on holiday, yeah. Yeah. Same. Yeah, it's a different sort of iteration. What about concealers? Are there any concealers that um, are less likely to slide down your face?
2: Yeah, so actually there's, you know, there's a very famous, quite heavy-duty, long-wearing concealer called Tarte Shape Tape. There's a great dupe, which is the L'Oreal Infallible, which is a brilliant dupe for the Shape Tape, and it comes in like 40 shades, and that's a brilliant, long-wearing... i call it a heavy-duty concealer, but you can use a minuscule amount for a very light look and actually that's one thing I love to do on holiday I'll do kind of a rice grain of rice size amount of my L'Oreal Infallible Concealer dab with my finger I'll do a bit just under my eyes and then I'll look at any areas of high colour that I want to tone down and just finger pat in those areas. So that
1: could be either side of your nose your chin whatever's looking a bit sort of inflamed. Yeah that's right. That's do right. you think it's worth getting darker shades of your regular tinted moisturiser and concealer if you're away for a week or two so that you don't look chalky or get panderised as you start to not that we're sunbathing obviously not that we're sunbathing that would be (laughs) insanity but let's say the sun finds us Um, (laughs) so then we don't end up looking so you know chalky and and strange by the end of the week or two if we're really lucky
2: I really do and it's frustrating because I know a lot of people uh, you know long for a colour adapting product that will kind of stretch and suit their skin tone from kind of their fairest through to their warmest in the summer months but I'd say it's much better to ensure you've got a slightly warmer shade that you take away with you because unfortunately to your point Annabelle if you're wearing foundation or makeup that's too light for your skin tone you do get a kind of ashy chalky finish which when you're on holiday or you're back from holiday and your skin is looking its healthiest you don't want to minimise or diminish that healthy effect. Now something that you can do, Iconic London make these beautiful liquid bronzers called Sheer Bronze and they come in eight shades and you can simply add some of the Sheer Bronze to your tinted moisturiser to warm it up a little bit so if you're if you're reluctant to kind of guess a warmer foundation shade try the iconic sheer bronze and just a couple of drops into your tinted moisturizer or foundation and that will just warm it up a little bit
1: don't you find that sometimes even during the year your skin is not does not have the same tone to it one day to the next so you might need to adjust whatever product you're wedded to at that time
2: yeah absolutely and you know when I hark back to my early days in retail and I'd find myself explaining this really regularly to women who are so confused. They're like, but I'm really frustrated because when I came six months ago, I was color matched to this color and now it doesn't work. And often you'd be like, well, yes, if, you know, if if we're working back six months and you came last August, it's possible that your skin tone was a, a touch warmer just because of the seasons. I mean, I have, I'm sitting at my desk now, I've got drawers and drawers of different foundations and they vary hugely in tone actually, because I'm a, in the winter, I'm actually quite fair, but I tan quite olivey in the summer, so I can be really quite warm in the summer. So, um, I'd probably stretch across most brands at least three or four foundation shades throughout the year mm.
1: i often find i found it recently with you'll know it hannah nars is very good um tinted moisturizer love it yeah it's quite muscular so it's, it's veering more towards the foundation end of the tinted moisturizer spectrum but i have <laughs> that's the ticket she's flashing she's it at it me up. And I have two. I always have two. And I just change the proportions, one slightly darker, one slightly lighter, and I mix them. And, you know, hopefully if we get away by the end of August, I'll just be using the dark one. But then September, October, and, you know, it's good to play.
2: It is good to play. And, you know, when you use a sheer formula like a tinted moisturiser, it will be a bit more forgiving because it is that little bit sheerer. So I always say to women if they're, you know, or people when they're trying to choose their base colour it's always more flattering if you're torn between two shades it's more flattering always to go for the one that you think is possibly a bit warmer than your skin tone than it is to go for one that's possibly a bit
1: lighter can i talk to you now so we've got our tinted moisturizer on we've got our concealer on and at what point do you start to set it at what point might you go in with some powder or a a spray or something Do 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 you do the whole lot and then set it or do you do it as you go along
2: So if I'm hot, I'll like to do my entire makeup routine, allow my skin to kind of settle. It might perspire a little bit. Then I would use a blotting paper. Once I've gotten rid of any kind of perspiration or oil, then I'd start my setting process. Now, the cool kids are very into the whole like baking trend, which is highly, highly effective. And it's where you use, you know, vast amounts of powder that you kind of set into your makeup and leave to kind of melt in while you do your makeup and then you dust off the excess at the end. That is a technique that works. However, it's very makeup-y. You know, it might work on Instagram, but in real life, it looks incredibly dry.
1: So it's Love Island, really. Yeah. It's Love Island. Yes.
2: So whilst it's fine and it works and people go, well, what about baking? I could just bake my makeup. Yes, you could, but you're not going to end up with gloriously glowing summer looking skin because you'll have too much makeup on the flip side is I then meet a lot of women who are terrified of powder and I think that's a generational thing where maybe our mothers or our grandmothers had that kind of downy skin that was all kind of caught with lots of powder particles and we're used to seeing the powder puff and it all going on um which just can make the skin look a bit flat and it can make the skin look more mature than it actually is However, a little bit of translucent powder on a small fluffy brush taken through what I call the hotspot areas will just lock your makeup in place. Hotspot areas being uh, in the centre of your forehead and between your brows, a little bit above the brows down the sides of the nose and the very front of the cheek and just around the chin.
1: And so would beautiful. you recommend a translucent powder, a sort of universal powder? Yeah. And do you, do you have any in particular that you really like?
2: Yeah, one that's excellent. And actually, Terry, who designed it, says herself it's the powder for people who are terrified of powder. And that's the By Terry Hyalonic Hydra Powder, because it's infused with hyaluronic acid. So you get kind of all the benefit of it locking your makeup in place, the benefit of it mattifying in the areas you don't want to be too shiny, but then the benefit that it's also maintaining hyaluronic acid levels in your skin and moisturising your skin so it never looks cakey or dry
1: would you keep that with you if you were going out like as a bride (laughs) and then touch yourself up during the night as you got sweaty absolutely and the By Terry one's quite manageable it's not a massive enormous heavy compact
2: no it's really tidy it comes with a pad it has a mirror in it as well it does come in a loose form which if I'm working on a client I'll always use a loose powder because I've got complete control over how much I'm using but you know, whether you're on holiday, whether you are a bride, the press is what you would, I'd suggest you keep on your person or somewhere that you can retrieve it to touch up if necessary.
0: Can I ask a like super naive slash idiotic question? Is the powder in one colour or do you have to choose your shade?
2: It comes in different colours, but more in a in colour correcting shades. So I would always right. say, if in doubt, choose the translucent because you can't go oh, wrong. okay. It will work across all skin tones. Fine.
1: I fast-forwarded you to the end, but actually I'm now going to rewind you till we've just done our tinted moisturiser and our concealer. Yes. How do we feel about highlighter when we're on holiday? Love highlighter <laughs> on holiday. <laughs> we love it. Do we love a liquid highlighter? We
2: love, we love all kinds of highlight, whether it's a little bit of Charlotte Tilbury, Hollywood Flawless Filter, kind of underneath your tinted moisturiser, whether it's a little bit of Westman Atelier, Peau de Peche cream highlighter pressed very delicately on top of the cheekbones, whether it's a Bobbi Brown Classic Shimmer Brick, which is a powder compact, which you swirl your brush over and kind of dust a bit everywhere. I just think... There's no better time than on holiday to have fun with your highlighter because I'm, I'm getting, you know, lustful here dreaming of evenings sitting out late at a restaurant, maybe at the waterfront. And it's kind of 10 o'clock and you're still there eating and drinking. And that little bit of glow to the skin is just, it's so flattering. You don't need much else, really.
1: What's the best way to apply it so you don't look over shimmered
2: yeah so i would say choose an area where you want the light to linger and just focus your highlight there so it can be really tempting if i'm thinking you know bobby brown cosmetics bronze shimmer brick love it but i've definitely in the past gotten a bit overexcited and kind of dusted all over my face and yes that's when you'll end up with a slightly metallic look which actually photographs sweaty so what I'd su- <laughs> so what I suggest you do is with a smaller angled brush, she says, a smaller angled brush, find the area you want to highlight and just focus your highlight on that area. So most commonly that'll be the top of the cheekbones, which I think you can never go wrong. Um so a dust over the top of the cheekbones, a smidge just in the centre of the bridge of the nose, and actually sometimes that's totally sufficient. Um, some people like to highlight the temple slightly, which I think is also really pretty as you turn in the light. However, if you're concerned about oiliness or excess shine, leave your forehead well alone.
1: This is an advertisement from BetterHelp Therapy Online. Now you guys know that we're not shy about getting things off our chest. The tiny inconveniences that can ruin our days to the big overwhelming worries that can flood our nights. Trouble is, we all got into the habit of saying, I'm absolutely fine. Emily and I added the but, specifically to get off autopilot and give ourselves the space to say what we were really experiencing.
0: But we weren't always so free with our inner furies. A few years ago, I began experiencing debilitating panic attacks because I felt I couldn't tell anyone all the things that I was feeling, that I was not coping, that I felt like a failure. I was so ashamed, so I kept it all bottled inside. And of course, it started leaking out. It was only when I found a therapist and began sharing those doubts and insecurities with her
1: that the panic began to dissipate. Because therapy can be a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, why not give BetterHelp a try? It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a registered therapist and switch therapists any time for no additional charge.
0: With over a thousand therapists in the UK already, BetterHelp can provide access to mental health professionals with a wide variety of expertise. And our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com midalt.
1: That's better h-e-l-p dot com slash alt. better help because sometimes the best thing to do is acknowledge that we are not in fact absolutely fine blusher yes so do you think a powder blusher is better on holiday or a cream followed by a powder what would what would you do just and just in the apples of your cheeks, so you don't so it doesn't get getting confused with inflammation around your nose right
2: <laughs> yeah so that's so, uh, a <laughs> You're totally right, and about there's a key point to always start your blusher kind of at least a finger width away from the very corner of your nose, so you're not it's not bleeding into any high color. She says, of course, the trend at the moment is to take your blush right the way over the cheeks, right away across the bridge of the nose, and out. It can look cute, but if high color is a problem or a concern, don't try that. So I think cream blushes I know Tata Harper just brought out some new beautiful really sheer cream blushes that are beautiful Gillian Dempsey's cream blushes are brilliant if you are slightly more oily and you want a slightly drier finish or if you're kind of in between then something like me beauty pie um, cream blushes would be great and you can just they're easy to use just dab with your finger on the apple of the cheek and it's lightweight flattering easy holiday makeup and because it's cream the idea is that it will help kind of promote that holiday glow finish the caveat there is if you're somewhere extremely hot with really high humidity then that's when i'd say as much as a cream blush gives a lovely finish you might want to opt for something like um siate have some beautiful blushes that are infused with highlight powder so and baby doll is my favorite shade so you'll still get the glow that you might try and achieve with a cream blush but with a powder-based product that will have a bit more staying power
1: mm. and then an evening eye on holiday I mean I think that um it can be tempted to get carried away but what's a holiday version of a smoky eye I love that question so a bit of a bit of impact without the weight
2: I and the jury may be out here, but I've just got next to me one of these beautiful, they're called the Ombre Sparkle Shadows by Clarins. And this colour is called Gold Diamond. And it's quite a, a darkish, burnished gold. But that, just pressed with your finger over the entire movable part of the, but then brought up through the crease of the eye, so you can see it when the eyes open, with really good mascara, can look stunning it's a kind of it's a dark burnish gold so you get the kind of slightly smoky finish but you get all the light reflection of it being a soft glitter some people are like oh couldn't possibly wear glitter it,
1: trust me anyone can oh I'm completely with you and I think at this summer of all summers we need to shine the spark and also you put it on every time you first of all every time you kiss someone they get a little bit of glitter left on them so you're leaving a sort of trail around the place which is a thrill but also um, I don't know who you're planning to kiss on holiday I want you? to know this <laughs> yeah but also, um, it puts you in a good mood. Just getting your glitter out, putting it on your face, and catching sight of yourself in the mirror with a bit of with a bit of a gleam. It's just it's just an upper, isn't
2: it? Isn't it? And I'm all about mood boosting makeup. Absolutely, couldn't agree more.
1: Um, so a bit of a of, of a eyeshadow that isn't too scary because I think I think some people are very frightened of eyeshadows. so just one shade that you can stick on with your finger that's
2: it you know if glitter's too much then maybe consider something like a cream shadow stick so you know most brands do them whether it's by terry or trish mcavoy bobby brown beauty pie but they're so easy to use and they're long wearing so they've all got some gorgeous bronzy colors a favorite one is golden bronze by bobby brown cosmetics and it's just like a pen so you just twist it up Blend a bit onto your lower lid, then use your ring finger to blend it across the lid and you're done. And because it's long wear, once it's dry, that's it. It's not budging. It'll it'll need eye makeup remover or kind of a cleansing oil to take it off.
1: I can testify to that product. It, it's sort of blendable for about thirty seconds, and then that's it. You're done. <laughs> it's not moving at all. It's the same with those with my favorite eyelines, which are the Chanel Stilo waterproof ones. Again, you twist them up, and um, and you've, you know you've got you've got about you know fifteen to thirty seconds with a cotton bud, and after that, that's it.
0: Uh, that would literally make me so frightened. Quite I'm really reassuring if you're going panicked. out
1: for a long night though, and it's hot.
0: Yeah, except for with my skills, it would just be like just a panic. I think so. Maybe I'll just stick to the metallic glittery eyeshadow situation
1: we can have a play yeah what is the best way hannah you will know the answer to this and this has been plaguing me since i turned 40 to stop your mascara from falling down your face till i was 40 i could go to sleep on my makeup and i'm drunk obviously and i'd wake up (laughs) the next morning and it would still be perfect and now 10 minutes in i can have mascara smudged under my eyes
2: i well when people ask me that i usually direct them to tubing mascaras so I don't know if you've had any joy with tubing mascaras in the past, but the new Victoria Beckham mascara is a tubing formula. Um, Trish McAvoy has a tube, a really good tubing formula. When that... you say
1: tubing, what do you mean?
2: So it's a it's a specific uh, kind of technology that means that the mascara is a formula that coats your entire lash with product. And then once it's dry, it, it just doesn't move it doesn't crumble it doesn't flake but weirdly it comes off when you um, tease with lukewarm water and it comes off almost in kind of plastic tubes I think hence why the tubing name so it's weird you can be there with you know eye makeup remover or oil being like why why is it not coming off (laughs) um but if you just gently manipulate with warm water and it does come off which means you can swim in it you can work out in it you can you know they honestly do last all day but you then just need to use warm water and just tease very gently and you know Once you've washed your face, you'll see lots of little bits of plastic mascara in your basin that you just have to quickly rinse. That's the
1: only downside. Tubing mascara. That's a top tip. And what do you feel about eyeliner for a bit of drama? Maybe on the inside of the eye, the inner corners of the eye, or so you can get a bit of glamour without loading your face up. Yeah.
2: So I love um, Urban Decay have a range called 24-7 eyeliners, which come in the most exquisite array of colours, which I think, you know, you're on holiday, you don't know anyone walking down the street, so maybe now's the time to put on your purple eyeliner. Whoop! You know, it's not like you're meeting your friends who might go, oh, Han, interesting choice today. (laughs) Um, But they do some beautiful, I've got them right in front of me, they've got some beautiful kind of bronze and golden tones. So Tiger's Eye, oh, what's the other one? I want to say it's whiskey, but it's not whiskey at all. It'll come to me in a sec. But yeah, I absolutely love just, you know, that slightly feline quite sexy darker waterline bit of eyeliner going on if that feels a bit too much then you can always use something like the max factor cold pencil i love the brown one or even victoria beckham's satin kajal and do that on the top lash line and then smudge with your finger for that really sexy kind of just rolled out of bed with this gorgeous smoky eye look which is perfect for holiday because it's relaxed and it's Mm -hmm. pared down rather than you know, the graphic wing, which is very cool, but it's more, I would say that's more of a like coffee or wine date in town than it is sitting by the side of the beach. Each to their own Mm. though, each to their own. Mm -mm. Oh yeah, no judgment. I mean, you know, like that's the point, isn't it? You've got to try everything. Yeah, I
0: might even try some proper like summer makeup. I love the idea of having like holiday makeup. It feels like so grown up.
1: Well, I mean, you know, we can give it a go, but you always chicken out.
0: Yes, that's
2: also true. <laughs>
1: um, and then I think it's quite fun to play with a holiday lip. I mean, you can, you know, it's, I think it's always good to take away a really, really pretty gloss that you really... Speaking of which, speaking of which...
0: Oh, I think we need... Yes. Hannah
1: has a product. She does. <laughs> we're all putting it on. We're all know, putting put it on, on. let's put it on. And it is a joy to use. Whenever I see, because it's called... Perfect Pink Lip Oil, and it's through it's a collaboration with My Beauty Brand by Hannah Martin. And what I really love about this is it's got the sort of, uh, you know, mm, it's nice and slidy and easy to manipulate and light to wear like lip oil. But generally, I found with lip oils, they disappear after 30 seconds. Mm. And this sticks around. Is that in the formulation?
2: Yeah, so it's ever so slightly thicker and richer. It's a beautiful Japanese formula. And, I mean, their technology is just extraordinary but you know more than being just kind of a topical oil which to your point will kind of condition the skin in the moment but doesn't take a lot to kind of wear it off this has got hyaluronic acid ceramides niacinamide vitamin e all things that will kind of nourish moisturize, and condition so you get up to 12 hours of hydration from this you know pretty universally flattering
1: pink oil yeah, It really is it's got real lightness of touch it's so pretty it's the it's, right way this I definitely will have this in my bag with my sun creams. you know that thing when you just suddenly think you've put it you slathered everything on you something, but hang on i don't I also want to look okay
0: yeah, I'm so excited by it because I never do well with lipstick or i'm just i'm literally i don't know what it is and uh, and I put it on and I thought oh it's pretty it's so pretty I can just so congratulations. Thank
2: you. And that's, um, that's absolutely the reaction that I think we wanted, you know, for anyone, no matter your skin tone, your lip shape, your skill set with makeup, that you'd put it on, that your lips would immediately feel comfortable and look plump and moist for want of a better word. And yeah, this this does <laughs> There act. is no
1: better word. And I tell you something else that Emily both Emily and I both notice, you know, you get your thrills where you can find them. Is it actually has it's got a very slight tingle. Is there something plumping in there?
2: Well, I think all those skincare ingredients are essentially plumping ingredients, but it's just got the tiniest bit of menthol. And that's nice. what but kind of is. gives the very slight tingle. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And cooling. Yeah. yeah. Barely lovely hair. and I tell you what else I tell you what I want to try this summer on holiday I want to try a, a really vivid true red matte lip oh, with almost no God. other almost no other makeup except obviously flawless skin yeah <laughs> um, but I've never done that before and I want to and I you know I want to do I want to go in with the red lip liner and I've got the I've got the products lined up and I, I don't know if I'll be brave enough to you know and a hoop earring but how do we feel about those kind of lips, the matte lip when you're away? I'm, tra- I'm, I'm um, channelling AOC. Yeah,
2: whether it's, whether it's Lady Danger or Ruby Woo by MAC or whether it's Charlotte Tilbury's Red Carpet Red, yes. And I, you know, I often say to people who kind of have that pipe dream of being a red lipstick wearer, but maybe don't feel confident enough to try it in real life. Holiday is the perfect time to experiment. And I think, you know, when you realise that people aren't walking down the street pointing and laughing, that's when people go, oh, maybe I can carry a red lip. Maybe I can do this. And it's a really good way of dipping your toe and experimenting with something, you know, significantly bolder than maybe what you do at home.
1: Every time I see a woman with a red lip, I think, well done you. Every single time, it never crosses my mind whether or not it suits her. I just think, well done you.
2: Yeah, and that's. I think that's totally key. You just said about it suiting you. And people say to me, oh, Hannah, you're so lucky. Every lipstick suits you. And I said, no, I just really enjoy lipstick. And I think you have to own the lipstick you're wearing. You know, if it's a bright orange, great, wear it with confidence. If it's a 90s brown, great, wear it with confidence. But
1: I think, I, I, mean, I don't know if you agree, but I think, and they've slightly come back to fashion in the last couple of years, but if you're going to try a really bold lip colour, particularly on holiday, probably do use a lip liner.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's not essential, but I mean, I'm a girl who... These are my personal, lip, <laughs> personal lip and liners. She's just
1: shown us over Zoom a, an actual bucket of lip liners. Of, per, of her personal. Of vulgarity of These lip liners. Her
2: personal ones. I know. Yes. And then you should see the ones in my kit. I have hundreds upon hundreds of thousands because there's nothing quite like doing a bold lip and then just perfecting the edge with a lip pencil for that. You know, it, it brings me a lot of joy. Really, really crisp
1: fine, bold lips. Can I ask you about a trick that I remember seeing my mother do and I wonder if it's something that would still work for a lip if you really want it to stay? Yeah. Would be to very lightly, maybe with the By Terry, powder your lips first, then line, then powder. Yeah. Then apply a coat, blot, powder, another coat, blot, leave it. You've got your matte lip.
2: Absolutely, yeah. Is
1: that, is that something that was only done a million
2: years ago? Or is <laughs> that, yeah. It was, you know, it's one of the oldest tricks in the book, but it absolutely works because it's the, it's the idea that with each very thin layer of powder, whether you go straight to the lip with a translucent powder, whether you push it through, you know, separate your two-ply tissue and just put one ply over and kind of push it through, it's just like when you set you know, face makeup, you're drying the surface layer of that product and sealing it. So you kind of do a bit, seal it with powder, go again seal it in place with powder and yeah it will significantly extend the wear
1: time because i was thinking this morning uh, how annoying it would be to you know trying to be brave enough to try my fancy red lip and then just end up with like a red outline after i've had one drink and there'll be more than one drink and i want it to stay i know
2: and that and that can happen another trick is just in you know filling in your entire lip with lip pencil before your lipstick application to try and stain the lip and then you know remember there are some epic you know, really long wearing lip stains out there, whether it's kind of your max factor lip finity, which I think is probably one of the most iconic, or if it's just a Huda Beauty liquid lip, you know, that once dry you do, or a Kylie Jenner lip kit, you will get eight, you know, minimum eight hours wear out of that colour. They don't feel the most comfortable though, that's the only problem.
1: That's the thing, they make you feel like your lips are sort of shriveled up that, you know, they you, you'd you hate it, Emily. They, 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 they do, it's like, what was that thing called that everybody used to paint on their lips? Lip to coat. To try and keep the lipstick lip there. Coat. Lip coat. It so didn't work exist. at all, did it? <laughs> it was like painting nail varnish. Clear nail short. varnish. Just, over, was,
0: yeah. Very strange. Hannah, if you're going to go on holiday, if you get your
2: holiday, what will you try? I think Ending I've your... tried it all, sweat up. <laughs> 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 but my holiday staples would be bronzing powder, concealer, cream blush, mascara, and my little lip
1: oil. Question. Bronzer with a shimmer or without a shimmer?
2: Actually without. So you can build the intensity of the shade. And then if you want shimmer, you can add that later.
1: So you use it effectively as your contouring. Exactly. And then your highlighter becomes your shimmer. And earlier you said the very sexy phrase. I'm sure everyone will agree. My setting process. (laughs) What's your setting process? Do you use a setting spray? I've started using one only recently and they seem to work.
2: So I do think they work and it's a conversation I'm having with people all the time. Hannah, my makeup's not lasting. What primer should I use? Hannah, my makeup's not lasting. What setting spray should I use? And I have to say a sexy setting process is a you know it's a couple of steps. You have to take into consideration that your moisturizing moment suits your skin tone and isn't going to be too heavy, let's say, for your foundation. You need to make sure the base product you're wearing is suitable to your skin tone. So something really dewy and emollient-based isn't going to be great on an oily skin type or isn't going to be great in a high climate. Then one can't just take your... Urban Decay All Nighter is incredible, but it's not going to do the job of a translucent powder. So it will fix makeup that's been effectively set but it doesn't do the job of a powder. And I think that's where at the moment consumers are most confused because they go, oh, but I've got, you know, I've got a setting spray. I don't like powder. So I just use a setting spray. Well, actually lots of setting sprays act more as kind of makeup refreshers. They're often quite moisturizing, which means that they kind of revitalize tired makeup sitting on the surface of the skin. However, that's adding emollients and moisturizers to makeup, which actually isn't going to add any any kind of longevity to the, to the wear of the makeup so one must use a tiny bit of powder which does the job like the lip of kind of sealing and locking the makeup in place then is your time to spritz away and I do think that I, I, that, I mean the setting sprays that I think are most effective at the kind of the claim would be Urban Decay, All Nighter, and then I do really like the finish of the Hourglass Veil setting spray. And Charlotte's new setting spray is really good as well.
1: <clears throat> I think Charlotte's new sweating, sweating spray. There we go. That's where I'm going to be.
0: I, that's what I need. Her new setting spray.
1: spray. It I, I stopped my mascara falling down my face uh, actually, even without the special tubing stuff. There we go. Brilliant, brilliant. You've been a font of all wisdom. Oh my God,
0: I could listen to you. I
1: also like watching you dab. <laughs> I know, yeah. it's,
2: like a sort of, it's like a sort of reverse esthetic. So exactly. I almost want to
1: go and pack my holiday makeup, like, even though the holiday's not booked and I God know. knows what's going to happen, because you've given, you, you've given me a feeling of real clarity. And I am going to try that red lip.
0: Yeah, I think oh, I'm going to try the translucent powder again. Mm. The By Terry. Why not? And obviously I'm going to definitely pack my lip oil. Yeah,
1: congratulations Bye. on this. Is there uh, going to be more where you. this comes from? I sincerely Your hope, hope so.
2: I sincerely hope so.
1: Um, you've been a joy, Hannah. Thank you so much. Maybe you'll come back and do extreme cold what-do-you-wear-for-Christmas-makeup.
2: Absolutely. It would be my pleasure. Yay! Thank you <laughs> well, so love. much. Thank you so much. Bye, Thanks Hannah. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.
1: You've been listening to Annabelle Rifkin and Emily McMeekin of The mid Our book, I'm Absolutely Fine, is out now. If you like what you hear, please rate, review and subscribe.
0: And we'll just leave you with this thought. This killing them with kindness thing is taking much longer than I expected.